1: Welcome you to another interesting and exciting day on a show. Our show is hosted by the Galaxy Talk Radio, and uh, this is one-on-one with King Coco. And uh, I want to say that um, I will carefully look at what well, the dynamics, we're going to bring some information on the international scene, with particular respect uh, uh, reference to America, and what's been happening within the week. But most importantly, we're gonna dominate today's discussion surrounding it around the election in Nigeria. As we all know, uh, Nigeria just hosted the most keenly contested election, the first of its kind in Nigerian history, where there was effort to make sure that uh, everybody's vote counted, so we're going to look at uh, this election in retrospect and look at what went well, and why do we think there were some uh, good points of concentration. And uh, we're going to go look at what went bad as normal. Nigeria election is normally characterized with a whole lot of hula baloo. And we're going to sit down and look at this hula baloo today and see how we can actually make a change of coming down the road. We're also going to equally find out why is this process so cumbersome, laborious, clumsy in Nigeria because a lot of other countries do hold the election and uh, they don't have to deal with what we deal with. I know we are peculiar people, we're a peculiar country, but that that in mind, we still have to look at how we can gradually change how we do our elections, how we get to the end of it, and how we manage the entire process. Uh, most other important thing to look at today, apparently, is the involvement of the diaspora community. We can say in affirmation that this is the most diaspora involved election ever because we had. Everybody in diaspora that used to just watch on the sideline, uh, and, uh, waiting to see what happens, getting involved in one way or the other, getting their hands dirty to be able to see how they can impact the results of this election. And also, we're going to equally look at uh, the involvement and the roles of the diaspora at different levels, what's been their impacts, have they been able to equally tune up and make sure that uh, they were able to be. Fair. their presence was felt both locally and internationally we also try and look at uh, the impact of the election result no matter who depending on who wins on uh, the diaspora people of african descent which are uh, almost two billion people today spread out of uh, african continent the diaspora continent also as much as the americas so we're sitting back here today to really analyze in retrospect What went down and how did it go down? Were the winners and losers? Where were the winnings and losers? Where were the surprises of the entire process? These are all issues that we want to share with most of our listeners that tune in every Sunday to be part of the show, because we strongly believe that uh, it's very important to evaluate some of these situations so we can actually appreciate what, what, what we can do to make the process better and make uh, the political uh, political uh, gladiators more responsible and more responsive to their own uh, people. Because uh, the world cannot afford to see uh, the situation in Nigeria get worse, which is why the world is very interested in what happens. And by this, it means it's very important that uh, we analyze what and why and how this whole process looks the way it is. Most of us were sitting glued to our television sets tomorrow, yesterday, trying to make sure that we have every minute by minute analysis progress of the entire process. And um, to be honest with you, it was a uh, now. The tension was so high, and uh, we had to virtually almost sleep less than two hours in the entire night just to make sure that we don't lose too much of the way things are falling, And as you know, election is like rolling a dice. Uh, it could go anywhere. Where two elephants fight is actually the ground that suffers. And at the end, if the wrong elephant wins, then the ground itself suffers more and more. So that's why we're equally excited to have most of you on today to be able to contribute what you think went well and went bad, how and why we have to do what we have to do to change the process. Because as it is, the system of governance in Nigeria favors nobody. Why do we expect certain candidate to win? And what is that win and the impact of that win on the entire Nigerian population, on the entire African population, and on the entire people of color globally? Because Africa still need a king. Africa need a leadership that will be able to speak. Today, there's very high emphasis anywhere you go in America on african migration i call it reverse migration so it's very important on who takes over office in all these african countries because this will probably have uh, a very strong impact on how we 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 navigate the entire the next point of of our discussion so we can always find a reason to be able to be part of the continent respect respectfully and responsively. So we're going to bring all this to bed today. So I welcome everybody to the show. My show is called One on One with King Coco. and My name is the Triple A. And I'm very excited to have started this platform because I felt we had this missing link among us people of African descent where we could share our knowledge, correct misinformation, and educate each other on a whole lot of stuff, which has been misrepresented in years by uh, the media that is controlled by the Western, by the West, and that does not really try to give us the actual representation of who who we are as a people. So I want to encourage all of us to dial into t25cl.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, and access our radio program, on the last uh, on the screen called One on One with King Coco. We hope to bring you a lot of entertainment, a lot of history, a lot of stories, as well as a lot of information to help us make very important decisions when we're trying to deal with people of African descent. Because all over the place, there is a whole lot of story that might not necessarily represent who we are as a people especially Nigerians, uh, just last week I uh, we were all over the news on the issue of the empire caste that was uh, suspected to have set up himself, but had to come to, to claim that he was being attacked by people sympathize that sympathize to the uh, Make America Great Again philosophy. Uh, and apparently, that was not the case. But the irony of it is that the other two major players in this issue we are talking about, that's the, the beating up of this uh, uh, Smollett, or what call him, is, uh, is because there were two Nigerians that had been identified as those people that he contracted to carry out the attack. And uh, that having been said, uh, we have equally heard a lot from the media about these two Nigerians, which for me uh, is on the sad side. But knowing that in America, even uh, negative news is good news in the show industry. and What does this do to these two young men? Why have they not been invited by the American media to be able to to be heard on their part of the story? But uh, that having been said, the story is still unveiling. Uh, Smollett was just released on bail over the weekend, and we are hoping to hear a lot more on the case as we track both investigators as well as the other parties that played, were paid to play the two Nigerian brothers uh, that looks uh, so honky with, uh, with the pictures we've been seeing trending the social media and the television screens. We are aware that one of them was actually a minor cast on the show and also uh, a trainer to small it. So uh, we just hope that uh, the, the justice will take a course on that issue and that uh, those that are guilty will have their time with the law, while those that could walk home free will walk home free. And so I thank uh, you guys all for coming on the show today. It's gonna be very exciting. The Nigerian election 2019 just got concluded. So as a matter of fact, some part of election was still being uh, done today. whether were aware the, uh, uh, the INEC, which is the electoral umpire, had actually uh, set up, opened up the coalition, the Federal National Coalition Center. And uh, I want to call bring in a brief rundown on how the process flows. That's the workflow or the value stream point of the Nigerian election. Uh, elections are uh, uh, ballots are casted at the unit level and uh, collated at that level, whereby each agent represents each candidate standing for the election. And all results at that level are signed with, before the security operative, the agents of the party that represent the actual candidate. And uh, after that, everybody has a copy to go home with. And uh, then uh, the, the, collating, the unit co- local coalition officer now moves all the unit election to the local government coalition centers. At this point, all the elections within that that local government is collated and brought together to establish the intensity of what happened at the unit level. Once this is established and all parties involved accept the result as what was regenerated at the polling unit, then at this point, uh, the local government coalition officer, uh, POs, you know, moves all these results to the state level where there's a further coalition from all local government uh, bringing all the results as were well, agreed on at the unit level and at the local government level to the state uh coalition point where all these results are collated and uh, the state uh right now who now represents the umpire at the state level now picks up this result at that level and move based on all the information agreed collectively at the state level uh, to the federal level. At that point, the coalition center is established and everyone is uh, set up to able to see how it went down. And uh, then uh, we're going to equally discuss how these processes get to be protected or how it can be protected much better than what it is. So that's a snapshot on the dynamics or the workflow from the unit level to the federal level in terms of election collection and results delivery. As a noun, we've seen a lot of social media gurus, people that are, are you don't know where they get the information, throw all kinds of information all over the place. And we all know that those of us that go to, to equity must go with clean hands. So it's very important to allow the implication of everybody being responsible and responsive, managing their followers, the anxiety and the tension within to be able to uh, let the process go on smoothly. So uh, that having been said, uh, I'm very, very excited to be sitting out here doing what I love to do best, which is bringing people of African descent together, to think together, to work together, to correct the misinformation of years together, and now together sort a direction We are aware of uh, the reverse migration that is happening today. People of African descent all over the world are trying to identify which African country would be best suit their existence. And I've equally made them not just look at it based on DNA report, but to be able to look at where is the best environment that they think they would thrive best if they want to live uh the uh, american country as it is to start a new life in an african country the dynamics are different the environment is different the expectation should also be different because without being told uh you can't afford to you, you take a lot of this for granted while you're living in america because you get to uh you get to where we are we're talking about you find out that a whole lot of things culture mindset Frameworks are all different from what it is outside. And you can do really change, not but so much, but because you want to be part of that new society, you have to learn a new things and unlearn a lot of things that you picked up from your country of of, of, of growing up, like in America or in Brazil or in Trinidad, and Tobago, or anywhere you may want to talk about. So I, I, I give everybody an opportunity to be part of this discussion because I know that uh, it impacts everybody strongly. And what happens in Nigeria, as I've always said, impacts the global stage for Black people, wherever you are. Because since Nigerians are some of the most widely traveled uh, people in the world, you will actually see the implication this has across the globe. Because uh, this election results, if it positively impacts uh, people this will equally transfer to people across the the African continent that we get to interact and work with and play with and pray with for the entire life cycle of the black race. So I have uh, two of my very favorite uh, uh, representatives on the show today that I'm going to really seek their perspective while I bring much more sight to this discussion as we go. Uh, uh, Let me just find out uh, uh, if uh, i be... My brother from Oakland, California, is on the line. Hi, B, are you there? How are you, sir? Well,
0: I'm here. Uh, thank you very much for having me on
1: uh, 5 cl
0: Galaxy Radio and uh, uh, with King One O One with King Coco. How are you? Thank doing you. King
1: Coco? I am doing awesome. Where's the Galaxy Chief? Have uh, you had him to be able to be part of this discussion because his contribution has always been very, very Awesome and actually helps us redefine a new vista where we should focus our energy on. Is Chief coming on the show today, bro?
0: I try to reach out to him. I think uh, he had a late night. He has to leave the bush.
1: Yeah. In okay. I, think, I thought he was hey, in the bush with hey, you. Chief. Chief right. Oh, Chief. Uh, hey. Okay. Uh, when Double I see G Chief.
0: Plus one.
1: Okay. Awesome. When I see Chief on my screen, I will know he's on. So thank you, Ivy. I was just giving you a rundown on the election in Nigeria 2019. We opted to make this a major discussion today because we know the impact of Nigeria on the black race. For every five black people you see anywhere in the world, one of them is a Nigerian which is very interesting, a country of 200 million people uh, spread out with over 250 ethnic tribes and languages. Nigeria has a very high digital dividend in terms of the amount of bandwidth that runs through that country. Nigeria has a very high adoption level of telecommunication services. Is rumored to have over 200 million telephone lines. There are not a lot of countries like that today uh, that has that amount of capacity. Nigeria again is one of the largest oil producers in the world. As a matter of fact, are the first four in oil production, the first four in gas production. And uh, you don't want to talk about gold, bauxite, aluminum, all this stuff. That is a blessed country. we one of the best weathers you can ever imagine. So. Uh, we've looked at this country, but the irony is that it's been struggling. And the fact that it's been struggling has everything to do with leadership. We've identified leadership as the only thing that is holding Nigerian down. The current president is barely standard six certificate holder, still subject to confirmation, even though he's being deputized by a professor of law and a senior advocate of Nigeria. That's the ironic Nigerian, ironic Nigerian story. It has never been what it is today today the stress in nigeria is so much that we're all reversing our intention to come back to america but if we have to continue the way it's going then it means that uh, there is very every need to look into the election process uh ibi what have you heard of the nigerian election so far well
0: i've heard quite a bit of uh,
1: good news not so good
0: news and sad news about uh loss of lives and some shootings like as if they're in the war front but um what is so baffling is that in this telecommunication age which you've uh, rightly uh, elaborated on you know the internet penetration and stuff they can transmit the data within uh, minutes or hours after the poll closed and then uh it is gone beyond election to selection so to me i think uh pdp is doing the right thing by kind of uh, pushing the button and telling the uh, from their own reps that are out there in the field because the uh, uh the results get tallied right there by the uh youth coppers and the uh uh, is it polling officers, POs? Right. So I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be releasing this result. I think they will release kitty uh, somehow. Uh, but uh, others, are, the presidential is being delayed till Monday. So who knows what numbers they would be able to generate. Uh Everything is now up, you know, for
1: individuals
0: to to pray, because uh, based on the body language of the chairman of INEC, I think he is under severe pressure. I hope he doesn't develop any kind of... uh, High blood pressure. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: any I <laughs> <a breakthrough>? <laughs> <laughs> because, well, whatever it wants to develop, I, mean, I don't, we don't really care, but i don't to give Nigerians the actual result that expresses the will of Nigerians. You know, we have two major contenders that we've been discussing about on the show, and we're aware of the implication of each of them on this economic, socio-cultural, and all other aspects of our lives in Nigeria and in diaspora. And we're going to look at their capacity based on their manifestos and all that issues to really see which of them should impact us better. And uh, we're equally going to bring the discussion of the people of diaspora, their impact and contributions in this election. And I want to share this knowledge with everybody on the show that it has never been this hardly contested. Uh, the involvement of the diaspora community, which I belong, has never been this high. And I will be able to impact the process directly, indirectly, locally, and internationally. Uh, The international uh, observers' uh, level of awareness has peaked uh, like none ever, which is because of the diaspora capacity and the impact that we are bringing in. So uh, I look forward to discussing all these issues uh, on the show as we go. But uh, before then, I want to just remind us that we are on one on one with King Coco show running on Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, this is a design a show designed to bring people of African descent together to speak together, talk together, work together, agree together, and clear information and educate themselves together. That having been said, so I welcome you guys back to the show, and I look forward to a very healthy discussion on the show with all uh about people that are present and i encourage everybody to keep tuning into the show uh the show is available for download we're currently streaming on facebook youtube uh, so wherever you are you can actually tune into the show and see what's going down it's not been easy the big elephant in the room is uh, somebody we need to actually discuss with on other implications so my brother ivy uh, you're aware of the two contenders on this election um uh did you pick any yeah. side before the election day uh well
0: i think uh we won uh, yes i did yes indeed i oh. did. I picked uh, okay mm-hmm. based okay. on his uh, experience as a vice president right and his, uh, international uh, pretty much, uh, uh, I would say networking because I remember when he was the vice president, he single handedly crossed the Mississippi with governor Ta to Sacramento, I went and received him in Sacramento. He met with the state governor then, which is, which was a Schwarzenegger, a Republican. It talked business, it talked agri business, it talked technology, and that kind of created a very positive impression, uh, you know, of Nigeria and was able to market Nigeria very well. Unlike uh, the uh, lame duck president, I think the sitting the president today, it's uh, pretty much not doing much, and I don't see how it could be given another four years. Of That's lack of man. performance.
1: The next level will be the next level of total disarray, destruction, hunger, and thirst for righteousness' sake. Okay, I want to take on the sitting president. Give me a rundown his profile. Uh, this is a former general that actually organized a coup that took out a, a legitimate democratic government in 1983. And we know how it went down. And this is the same president during which time Nigeria had to change its uh, currency by force, and we know what that really spelled on the Nigerian nation. It really took our economy straight into a recession. And we can say from authoritative facts that this same president, this time Iran, took Nigeria into a recession because of his body language and approach to leadership. He came on the mantra of fighting corruption, uh, but apparently we all know that corruption is a problem, but it's not a Nigerian word and so uh, it's in nigeria corruption is is everywhere in the world so fighting corruption does not uh, need to make it the only agenda of a government but to actually run that in terms of looking at how you can fortify the the government uh, institutions to enforce and implement this uh this uh issue of fighting corruption and we are aware that the same guy is said to have had uh, 150 cows uh, 12 years ago, and today she has 150 cows. The mathematics is awesome. So, uh, this is a man that has cows that are barren and don't die as well. They don't make babies, they don't die. So, that's very interesting to look at. As another reason to be critical about him. Uh, we're going to equally look at what went well during this election. We all sat straight up to our TVs. Thank God to to the internet and all the capabilities that it offers today. So we were able to sit down directly and see what transpired at different areas That social media was bringing all the information. So uh, this is another role I want us to look at the role of social media in correcting the Nigerian system towards a better system, because that is awesome. Everything happens in real time. So uh, information is very, very available. Transparency, we all appreciate the fact that the technology of today has brought a whole lot of dynamics to changing how things are done. People are seeing what we see and when we see it. And uh, this has equally impacted the electoral process in Nigeria very, very seriously because uh, we were no longer worried to buy a newspaper by the street corner to know what happened four days before in the extreme part of the country. Everything happens in real time, and this is going to be an awesome discussion. uh we're gonna look at what went well what went, what was it that went well? was started uh, we've never had this amount of voters start out before. We had almost eighty million Nigerians registered for the voters' card, and we had actually almost eighty percent uh pick up of this voters' card seventy two point something percent a million people picked up this uh voters card. So we're going to look at this as it happened. And what has been the the role of the uh, international observers and their impact, Uh, we can say that uh, this uh, this, this is very awesome. I never think that the international community has been so much looked up to in an election ever, like the one that just passed yesterday. They still not want to come in another two weeks, but we're going to focus on the one that happened yesterday and the role of international uh, contingent of observers who were able to remit information in real time to their home government to make decisions on what position they take regarding the entire process. And we can see that almost every country of, of high repute was able to contribute and impact on what was expected of the Nigerian umpire, the Nigerian government tried this, these processes. we are going to go look at a whole lot that went down, what went wrong? A lot of stuff really went wrong. As normal, Nigerian politics is always characterized by very obnoxious situations, sometimes that actually were in debt. So it did not, that was fully part of this particular process. We had a lot of people that are, uh, actually lost their life in the entire process for being overzealous, which everybody keeps saying that uh, you don't need to be overzealous about the Nigerian process because these politicians, once the election is over, uh, they'll go out there and do what they have to do. And if you are a casualty, you have to stay back and lick your wounds. So t- as of today, a lot of Nigerians that were very overzealous trying to snatch ballot boxes. I'm sorry, their families, uh, our heart goes out to them sitting back and licking their wounds on what could have happened to their loved ones. Uh, we had a lot of incidents of uh, election material destruction and ballot uh, snatching, which was something that the government said uh, they will shoot people outside. And this had actually stirred very serious controversy in live and international communities. We even had one of the sitting governors, Governor El Rufai said that uh, international observers uh, that come to Nigeria and it's affair will go back in body bags, which was such a strong language that uh, the international community had to step up ahead of time and commit the fact that if anything goes wrong, the government will be held responsible, which equally mandated the federal government to come in and try to debunk the position of the governor. Dr. El is today struggling for his political life and uh, we don't know how, how he plays out there. But that having been said, we clearly had uh, the, the the issue of election delays in certain areas, uh, which could impact the the franchising disenfranchising of these people in those communities. These are all ploys that the opposition said that the ruling party was using to be able to disenfranchise most of the voters, at least bring down the number in case numbers had to count. We saw a situation where. Uh, the country tried to use the digital capabilities tied to an analog uh, delivery. This uh, has never worked well. uh, And so it actually came with its own problem, the card reader, which is electronic card that is used to identify everybody with with an electronic voting card, that this card is being scanned to actually show you, you actually that once to step in there and do and vote in that election. We're going to look at a lot of uh, candidates that, that did, not, did not function well, and uh, the implication on the entire result of the election. So we, we we will command that gradually. So I want to come back to my brother, Ivy. Uh I've just mentioned a lot of stuff that went well, and a lot of stuff that did not go down well. Uh, we'll get to see what the winners and losers, and how does this winners and losers tend to, remain political landscape as as colossus as they seemed but today we can appreciate the fact that uh, sides don't win election because uh, people's votes are uh, beginning to, to to matter because people's vote never used to count in a lot of elections but this with the involvement of the diaspora creating the needed awareness uh for international community and the american government The senior, the Capitol building, and show up. People were all over the place protesting and making discussions with relevant stakeholders. This has really impacted the process. So, we're going to look at this. Uh, What do you think about uh, what went well? I just told you the voter stunner was at its maximum ever, and uh, the international observers were fully involved. Their impact, where their voices were heard, and uh, INEC. Did a pretty good job, as much as we can say, bearing the limitations of the Nigerian society. And uh, so, what? Uh, how do you think uh, the, the the population that came out that much will impact this election?
0: Well, I give the Nigeria uh, all Nigerians uh, big kudos, and uh, I think uh, they did very well. They were patient. They weren't rioting. Uh, Regardless of which party they belong to, they arrived early. Some from the news that have got arrived at about six in six thirty in the morning. Some seven, waiting for the uh, uh, umpires to come around. To come around, and then uh, the disappointment came from the umpires' uh, end. Where some of them arrived uh, a couple of hours late. And uh, the very interesting, uh, which uh, uh, is interesting, uh, uh, development in Anambra State, uh, which really uh, uh, made me crack up and warm my heart, is trending in the uh, internet. It's a lady, I think she should be in her 50s, that uh, came with a mat and a pillow. Right, right. Well, yeah. I saw that. I saw that too.
1: I <laughs> was very interested. <laughs> the man was the lady one was just asleep right there to get the results, man, because she get tired of of hungry. <laughs> being hungry, man. She said she, ain't going to,
0: she ain't going nowhere. And For real. The, even the umpires weren't there. She spoke in Hebrew. You know, she ain't going nowhere. And they asked her about her age, mom. Her mom should have been in the 80s, uh, you know, something like 80 something. So, the mom, you know, kind of uh walked in, all well dressed, you know, behind her, and carrying a flask of water. And then they ask her, "What about, you know, food?" She said, "Yeah, we can prepare. There's food in the car, so we ain't
1: going <laughs> nowhere." And that was a very dressed, responsible-looking lady. It wasn't like any of these homeless people, you know, because she was really dressed well, well-camped, well nurtured and. Uh, Uh, Well, (laughs) culture. So that was very interesting to see. Uh, That was interesting, you know, thanks (laughs) to the social media. Okay, let me just ask you a question. Uh, With that in mind, what do you think was the impact of technology, with particular reference to social media, uh, on this particular election process? I think
0: the uh, social media and technology has taken uh, the uh, officials including the city government, by surprise, because they didn't believe what would be happening. Now, there's all that uh, trying to sensitize the uh, uh, media, and by extension, trying to uh, uh, announce to those using the social media to preempt the result, whereas the result is already out. The result is already out from the polling units, cause uh, I followed right. it. up even the reading of the uh, Aso Villa, which is the seat of the government, that is the presidential uh, president's residence, right there in right. the villa. The president was rejected.
1: Right. <laughs> you know, it,
0: PPP hold right. higher. So, right. Uh, with those numbers that came out, which was about seventy-four, I have that number in my head. And uh, right. the did uh, pulled about uh, uh, fifty-seven, which the they can pull those that were there. So the social media have a very strong impact; uh, would have a very strong impact on the outcome, which is what uh, each and every one of us that are here in the diaspora. We don't have any other uh, source of information. Uh, right. The gag. On the uh, on the uh, main uh, media, uh, television, right. radio, to present uh,
1: yeah in details what they see. That's very correct. Uh, I totally agree uh, with you, IB, because I know that social media has become a tool of revolution in a lot of other countries, and uh, it was not Nigeria was not going to be any different. Uh, like I said, uh, that everything was more it's, now more or less happens on real time because. Uh, whatever happens in the end of one country is understood and heard at the other end in real time once it's trade on any social media platform. And the speed at which this uh, now goes all over the place is more like a wildfire. So I've always believed that technology was going to be one of the major solutions to Nigeria's problem, because that's the only way a bulk of the human, human, human impact or human influence on every situation will be reduced drastically, and until that is stopped or that happens, Nigeria will still uh, will still be struggling uh, with all kinds of manipulations by the human human element that comes to play. Uh, also, uh, I want to quickly share some information with you because the opposition are permanently suspecting the ruling party of of readiness to to rig the election as is used in nigeria uh, had actually gone ahead to deploy a pvt what they call private virtual platform to be able to track every situation that happened and that's something i know a lot you know so it's something we need to look at how we can get that to to really help us uh, make very informed decisions and we all agree to the fact that with that deployment, uh, the opposition was able to collate its own result from his own agents that all appeared at all the unit levels to be able to articulate where the election was going. As of this morning, we're aware that our, the, one of the opposition candidates, Atikwa Buboka, had already said that based on the information they have, based on their collected information, that is expecting a congratulatory message. And we equally know that the other guy uh, who is equally the major contender for the position had said that he was not going to lose. That he, in fact, he was waiting to congratulate himself. And that brought a whole lot of storm on the social media trying to find out, what's this guy talking about? Does he have a plan to rig the election? How is he so sure that he's going to win because sentiments on ground might not really favor him much but why is he so arrogant about it so that was one of the so reasons good. yeah can i say How something
0: would... uh well it's not uh, there's no second guessing if he had a plan he had a plan because i couldn't see the reason why uh he was very livid, very upset uh, when the election was uh, uh, postponed you know uh you know for another week, he wanted it to be staggered because when it was if, should it have been staggered, whereby the results of the uh general polling say fourteen states were uh, pretty much uh, experienced a logistics uh, problem right and right. i could i could understand how. Uh, Air Force uh, 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 flight or plane wouldn't be able to distribute stuff on time, which those people are very, you know, time-conscious in whatever they do. So
1: right.
0: now, having showed his hand, that's number one. The other uh, 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 part of it uh, was the fact that the uh, umpire was very uncomfortable because the international observers are in his face. What is he going to go tell them? So right. you can see that there has been an over, a, a pretty much a, a big pressure on the umpire to do the wrong thing. And the umpire kept saying that he's going to try to be as transparent as possible. right? So that he wouldn't disappoint. Nigerians, because the whole world is watching Nigeria, and for him to also check on his wife, he check on his wife, which is a violation by itself.
1: That was interesting. That was interesting to see the guy try to peep into what the wife was voting. I don't know if he was even suspecting the wife because uh, you know this guy is uh, full of a whole lot of stuff that we now have to look at everything critically. Because I saw him peeping to the wives' ballot papers. we have to go and vote his own. You know, so that what, what does that even, Well, you know, that, that guy doesn't even have a certificate <laughs> and he more important aspect of electoral laws and he's standing in the election. So I'm much more just peeping. You know, So uh, we just have to let that go. Now. So, so far with the situation on ground, uh, we have, Losers and winners on this on this day, you know. From the same social media, we were tracking uh, VIPs. You know, Nigeria is a is a system of, of VIPs, very important persons. You know, I don't know how important they are because they should only have just one vote. But we had this issue where uh, social media was buzzing with article losses a pulling unit, but one is pulling unit. As a good deputy, one is you, you know what I'm saying? So, all these issues were coming up. These are all winners and losers that we're going to talk about if we have the time to probably elaborate on that. But uh, I'm not going to chase, stay deep on that. We know that uh, uh, the former governor, the, the outgoing governor of Lagos State lost his own unit. The omissary uh, that election in the Kiti as the governor candidate last season. lost his own unit to the PDP. Uh, we even have one right in the backyard of where I come from, the the, the S.Y.L. governor of a crime of state, who was fighting a political battle of his life, having migrated to become one of the NGS in APC, uh, was found uh, struggling just to be able to go back to his senate, which was uh, very, very clear that he lost. I don't know how that plays out right now, but we're hearing that uh, as normal, the gladiators are all trying to run around, trying to swing the result to favour them. But I think uh, this time around, it started the, the 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 umpire situation is really tight. Uh, even though normally the the sitting government normally have an edge and advantage working with the umpire, but this time around, in the glaring eyes of social media, the third eyes of of uh, social media has totally exposed more than has always been. So before. Uh, the umpire can swing this election to anybody's particular benefit or advantage, it would take a lot to to be corrected. So uh, I don't see that happening easily. We're still hoping that uh, by tomorrow we'll get the final result of this election because some places had the the elections extended. But uh, I want to speak about the diaspora community. What do you think has been the impact? Because I know the diaspora has never been this strong and committed and involved in the election process. Personally, I have been part of that revolution of the involvement of the diaspora in this process. What do you think the diaspora did correct to raise this level of awareness internationally to keep these observers on their toes to make sure that the pressure is put on the umpire and the opposition not to to rig the system the way it used to be, Ivy? I think uh, one...
0: The gentleman from the diaspora, the founder of uh, Sahara Reporters, right? Uh, opened the eyes and the butt of uh, the eyes of the of the Nigerians to so the detriment of the uh, all the recycled
1: uh, expired uh, drugs sitting uh, there. Ex- ex-
0: expired <laughs> recycled politicians. So. That kind of uh, is enabling to the youths of Nigeria, which came out because of, of that young man and the other uh, uh, gentleman that used to be uh, the desk officer at the, uh, at the uh, World Bank
1: or um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Central the Bank. Mar-Gal- the Central Bank. mogalu Ma-
0: yes. And even with the uh, fella, uh, Durotoya guy that came out. So there are more flesh, uh, fresh blood and uh, fresh brains that are more you know, uh, technologically inclined that are in the game. And the, with the Sahara reporters also bringing in their, uh, uh, I would say, uh, social media, uh uh, broadcast network into the game Uh, a lot of things are changing you know the the mindset of nigerians are now completely different they're not going to be hoodwinkled or fooled anymore and uh, i think that's a very very i was very impressed on uh, their performances even though it would take another round of uh, uh election for us to get
1: there but this activity awesome. is there yeah very true uh how do you think the diaspora can get involved in nigerian uh not just election processes because after the winning there's a the government to run there is a lot of development and improvement to be done and deployed what roles can you think the diaspora could play in supporting any government to be able to be more transparent, more productive, and of more rewarding to the Nigerian citizenry.
0: I think we need uh, foot soldiers
1: on the ground.
0: Like uh, when you were down there, right? For the short period that I've seen you there, you did quite a bit, right? You were there on the radio. You were there on the TV. And uh, little did you know that all those, uh, ex- you know, uh, pretty much uh, education, you were educating the general public, and it was also drawing some uh, attention to the uh, things that they kind of uh, overlook. And right. They were coming out to even visit and talk more about it because. Uh, uh, Nigerians, their needs to be stimulated and then, uh, uh be able to be, uh, they need to be awakened to the fact right. that the crumbs that they're being offered down there, it's nothing compared to what they could do with their minds. And what they could uh, pretty much uh, uh, how they could advance themselves that the there's no limitation as to uh, how creative uh, you could be. Look at what the uh, uh, movie industry is doing. They use right. the technology to even uh, 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 try to uh, uh, change the game in the Hollywood. You know, even with their low budget, the movies they but they out you know they're selling quite a bit. So uh, with us here in the diaspora, we need to have some more representatives over there as well as uh, be able to uh, take our own uh, uh, disenfranchisement to uh, our representatives here and be heard. Look at Senegal. No, no, uh, uh, no. I uh, think uh, uh, Senegal is holding elections sometime as, you know, they're holding the elections either today or something, or sometime as we're holding elections. They allow uh, other Senegalese in other parts of the world to vote. That should be uh, the birthright of Nigerians living outside of Nigeria to be able to vote and let their own... Uh, vote count as well
1: yeah let me let me just let me just happen right there because like i said i've been a major integral part of a lot of diaspora involvement in the entire process to reawaken the international communities energize our brothers back home because nigerians send 21 billion dollars every year in returns back home and if you have to reduce the pressure of sending this money back home every day it's very important. We look at why we should have a functional government that should create the amount of jobs for people to be able to gainfully be employed and be able to earn a decent pay that could take the people home. So it was just now and out of that thinking that uh, we all had to bond, band together, mobilize ourselves and push for a lot of awareness, but locally among our dependents, among our friends, we're able to impact the process and get them to go out there and make sure they cast that ballot. We are not there, but we are supporting 10, five, 10 people at home that we can actually direct who they vote for based on the empirical information we have out here, and it's paid off big time. A lot of uh, the the, the turnout, like you see. It wasn't just uh, basically based on people that were just interested. It had to be people that were not even interested in previous opportunities or election. We had to get them to move out. the move their butt straight out there and see what you can do to support the right people. And equally, we are looking at uh, creating the necessary opportunities for people from Africa to get better relationship and collaboration with people of African descent. At the end of this election, we're looking at the government that will impact the diaspora strongly and be a true representation for Nigeria and Africa in general. And uh, that we saw in uh, one of the major contenders, who we see as an international personality with a network all over, who was equally willing to step up and do just that. We've collaborated with with most of his very close associates, and uh, we've been able to already show some strong uh, desire to, to be able to partner with them to create these opportunities, exploit those opportunities, and open up the entire global world, America, Europe, and the diaspora community in the Caribbean, to be able to take in most of the beautiful products in fashion, in food. In music, in the Nollywood industry, because these are all uh, items that could make a lot of benefit under the General Agreement on Trade and Services, which is a, a, a signature that Nigeria is equally part of. A lot of other countries are taking advantage of these opportunities. And we strongly believe that if Nigeria is run well and we're able to establish this complementary uh, institution to support the operation, then it's just a matter of time, the money will start reversing itself. And uh, like you know, uh, the we've got a lot of these things to contend with. So with that in mind, the diaspora community has been so strong in voicing out and probably by the next election, I bet you, we are gonna be making sure that with the impact we've created if the candidate with support comes in, we're going to ensure that diaspora vote in a very digital format that will be able to bring in another what, 10 million voters into the into the package to establish that uh, they are adequately represented and their voice is being heard. So I be, let me just have a last take on this before we go to the show. It's been an awesome show on one-on-one with King Coco running Galaxy Talk Radio. Support the platform on t25cl.com. is a major monetization platform for content and music, movies, and uh, copyright materials that could be beneficial to you Please support that platform and download, uh, and support what we do because uh, we're promising to stay on course till the impact of what we started uh, some months ago uh, comes to catch up with the entire system. Whereas we are happy to have most of you logging, but most importantly, you can share the link and let people just download and listen to the shows as our own contribution towards enhancing the collaboration between people of african descent and uh, living in africa america and united states of america and europe uh, so ib can i just have your last take on this before we get out of the show We're running out of time bro
0: well i think uh that for us to be able to get uh,
1: to move forward
0: uh in uh For that, you know, uh, 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 to achieve the type of uh, development and the type of economic growth that we need, it's through uh, collaboration with our brothers and sisters out here in the
1: the diaspora,
0: you know, uh, of African descent, and even the Caribbean, so uh, it's up to South America. So we need to uh, be able to harmonize our relationships and uh, be able to kind of uh, set up things uh, in collaboration uh, with them because they also quite a bit of uh, uh, technological advantage and financial advantage. Uh, even though there's also a disenfranchisement of uh, we blacks here in this uh, 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 Trump country, so uh, a lot of our folks out here are also looking for opportunities back there in the motherland. So we need to uh, try to harmonize the relationship that we have here uh, through uh, representatives in the government, which uh, warm my heart, I give Trump the kudos. Of uh, signing that, uh, uh, making Nigeria uh, better again, uh, the you know um, the folder that was submitted to him in right. front of the lawmakers. Uh, but the unfortunate thing in that uh, photo opportunity is that I don't know whether they, I didn't really look hard enough, whether there were quite a bit of uh, the black uh, caucus. Uh, 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 members there, so uh, I think uh, we should uh, look at all those, especially coming down the wire as this, uh, 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 I would say, um, uh, coalition engineering, because it's it's beyond electoral uh, engineering. uh, These coalition of the uh, results. So we need the help of our own reps here and let our voice be heard because we do vote here.
1: And
0: uh, America is interested in Nigeria. We have to kind of uh, put that on the table. And who is going to be there to open the door uh, for uh, those of our... Uh, uh, those of us that are coming back, just like it's right. been done in Ghana. it's gonna be uh, through some of our reps, and also uh, through those of us that are here that will be uh, pretty much taking our our concerns to the right. capital you know, here in uh, California, in lara in uh, Houston, and in uh, Washington D.C. So uh that would be my take on it i think uh is chief still on the line because uh, he can also you know
1: weigh in uh, on it well i did not see chief on the line all through the show but thank you very much my brother for your consistency and persistence in being part of the change that will be able to improve our relationship across board for people of african descent i want to equally appreciate every person that was able to be part of the show today uh, this is the show that running on galaxy talk radio one on one with king coco we promise we're going to do this and we're going to stay on top of it and we're still doing what we promised we're going to we seek your support in your presence and your contributions throughout the shows to be able to bring a whole different perspective to award the subject of interest. We wish Nigeria well. We hope uh, that the right person comes out that will be able to take the Nigerian story to the next level, having struggled for the past 30 years of uh, of democracy. And so today, from me to you right here out of Atlanta, uh, my name is Atai albert Akband. The AAA is supporting the cause of democracy all over the world with particular interest in Africa. Uh, Thank you guys for your contributions and your patience to share with us your experiences and your knowledge. And we look forward to having a show like this again, same time uh, next week, same day. So keep your phone on point and on dial to be always back on the talk show one-on-one with King Coco. Have a wonderful weekend and thank you very much.
0: Thank you. God bless.
1: You're welcome. 18 plus.